Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Get Lifted with me, Lisa Snowden. Thank you so much for listening. This week's episode is all about the moon, the beautiful lunar energy whose physical effects we see in the tides of the ocean and we certainly feel within ourselves. Now, the power of the moon has long been understood throughout time and its symbolism has been present throughout history and in today's culture. So I'm going to speak with brilliant people whose work is based on the power of the moon and hopefully together we can start to learn more and consider the impact she has on us in our everyday life. We are going to speak to a collection of people today, some of my favourite people, about something that is one of my favourite things to talk about, the moon. Some of these guests you've heard from before, we're going to speak to Paolo Lai, who is an incredible healer. Paolo is, of course, the creator of Moon Mist. The word lunatic comes from the moon, from the luna. We're also going to speak to Shailini, who is a Reiki master. So the new moon is such a beautiful opportunity for introspection and to go deep within. And Emma Lucy Knowles, who is a psychic, a clairvoyant, she's a healer and an author. And all three of those guests were on What's the Woo Woo episode. So it made sense to speak to them about the moon. The moon just takes you to that next level. So she pulls the emotion within your body. We're also going to speak to my friend Jane from High Times Yoga, who is a spiritual goddess and a kundalini expert. And I always say, don't have a kid's party when there's a full moon. It'll be mayhem. (laughs) This is logic. This is lunar logic. And then we're going to cross over to the States to speak to Debbie Brown, who you know and love and who has been on the podcast before. What does this moon represent? This month is a beautiful opportunity to heal the things that didn't have my intention. And we're going to speak to Tracy Stanley, who is the most incredible woman. Now, Tracy and I did a deep dive about her amazing book, which is called Radiant Rest. And it's all about the teachings of Yoga Nidra. We're going to speak to Tracy in more detail about Radiant Rest in series two. But I wanted to get some beautiful moon musings from Tracy to put onto this episode for you all. The moon has a big impact. As beautiful as she is, she can be very turbulent. There's so much to say about the moon. (laughs) Oh boy, we could do a whole (laughs) podcast about that. 
Now, before we kick off this episode, I just want to reiterate that we discuss a whole range of topics on the show. It's important for you to understand that I'm not a trained professional and any advice that I give is purely my own opinion. Now, if you want to engage in any of the therapies, the services, anything that we discuss throughout the series or in this show today, just make sure that you always talk to a trained and accredited professional so they can tailor their service to your particular health and medical needs. It's really important that you bear that in mind and that you speak to your GP or your doctor before you change anything. But I do want you to enjoy this episode. Right, let's get lifted. Paolo, let's talk about the moon and the power of the moon and how this has such a profound effect on us, on our mood, on our emotions. And you've taught me so much, but there's still so much I have to learn. So, for example, I always thought that the full moon was just one night. I recently learned from you it's over three nights. Yes. And I always have a really strange sleep building up the few days before the full moon and then during those three days as well not only if it's kind of shining through the curtains or just that disturbed sleep because of the energy but then more recently the new moon I've discovered that connection within myself and how that also has a huge effect on me so I'd just love for you to explain it on all of us, I mean, the new moon is as strong as, uh, as full moon. So new moon is when it's all black. So it's the new beginning, it's the start of everything. Then there is a process of obviously the moon when it's growing and uh, the full moon is the end, it's the completion. So they represents different feelings and different way to uh, express ourselves. Um, the graphic Gravitational pull of the moon is so powerful. You know, it creates tides in the sea, in the lakes. And uh, what they do, it actually, fluctuation of water, what it does is that shift, is that movement. And we are made of water. So we feel that all the time. Because obviously, if you imagine, if, if it actually creates tides, it can create our inner tides, mm. you know, with this shift and change. I find it like fascinating because if you think people use the moon uh, for generations uh, to actually plant, you mm. know, crops. And, uh, you know, in Sardinia, we do that all the time. When you know when you want to harvest, you want to plant them during the new moon and then harvest during the full moon. So within that time, you know, the soil is the most rich and it's the, it's the best time for actually plants to grow. But it's the same with animals and with humans too. I don't know if you know that there are very high possibilities of people giving birth during the full moon mm. because obviously... Imagine the tides and, you know, we are made of water and, you know, the fluid that surrounds the baby, you know, it somehow it is to come out. So the concept is very beautiful. But at the same time, you know, it's the whole um, ritual that is around the different phases of the moon. They actually help people to understand how we grow and how our nails grow, our hair grow, our body changes, our cells grow and change all the time. Um and I find that very beautiful. So, and the lack of sleep is often because obviously there is all this pressure that we feel through the moon. Um, some people don't sleep well. Some people sleep really heavily or you get really bad dreams, like mm. really strong and powerful dreams. I imagine, you know, you pulled and then released and pulled and then released. And all of this is like inside your body. So imagine how your brain is working and reacting to it. 
It's kind of amazing. And I, I mean, some people don't even realise. Some people have got no clue, oblivious to the power of the moon and then how it affects us all. But they still feel it. Yeah. The word lunatic comes from the moon, from the luna. That it means that you are going crazy through the moon. So, <laughs> And everyone knows that, uh, I mean, the police and the a they always have more people around during the full moon and the new moon. I mean, it does affect us. Some people don't understand why spiritually they don't. They, they don't get it uh, spiritually because maybe they're not in touch with themselves. But you can still see how crazy people can be during the full moon or the new moon. And how about star signs and the different the different moons? Because obviously you have the Libra new moon or, or, or full moon and then the Aquarius. And, and it's like, how does that affect us individually? So it affects us anyway, but if your star sign or your uh, rising sign or maybe your moon is on that star sign, mm. it actually will influence you more because you are more uh, connected to that. Yeah. But, you know, the energy of the moon, we feel the energy of the moon anyway, even if uh, there is no connection with your star sign because it's just... It's like the massive thing that is controlling our feelings all the time, you know. Yeah. And obviously the moon represents the spirituality, it's the female um, side of you, it's the femininity, it's about reaching yourself deep down and just finding who you really are. Yeah. And the, the sun is the opposite, it works on the outside, on the masculine side. Okay, Jane, the full moon. Why do we feel so wobbly sometimes? Let's discuss. At the time when the moon is full, we can really feel out of kilter. You know, it's yeah. a fact. That's just how it is. You know, ask any nurse that works in the A&E department, you know, when she has the highest proportion of strange, weird and wonderful cases coming in, she'll tell you it's a full moon. You know, wow. it's it's just how it is. It heightens our energy, however we're feeling. If we're feeling happy, we'll feel more happy. If we're feeling excitable, we'll feel more excitable. It's just an expansion of our energetic state. So we want to manage that in the best way possible. And I always say, don't have a kid's party when there's a full moon. It'll be mayhem. <laughs> you know, just don't do it. You know, this is, this is logic. This is lunar logic, lunar living, right? So you've got sugar and you've got the full moon and you've got a room full of kids bad combination exactly fanatics and erratics erratical <laughs> behavior yeah and, and police stations too there's a lot of madness goes on a lot more unstable behavior and dark stuff going on around that time as well right i mean the fact is the pull of the moon affects the earth and it affects the tides and we know this science shows us this and we are made up of water and so it impacts us at the time of the full moon, there's more pressure on our glandular system. And if the glandular system is out of balance, which is what happens, we are out of balance. We're emotionally out of whack, okay, because the glands really impact our emotional state. Energy is heightened through the glands as well. So if the glands are out of whack, our energy can be very high or very low, okay? So that's just like science. That's nothing to do with, you know, the woo-woo side of it. So it's honouring that, understanding that. And of course, there are some moons that will affect us more than others. And depending on what's going on in your own, you know, astrological chart, your own energy, your own life at the time, it's going to affect you more or less. But it can be very comforting when you're feeling off-centre and not like yourself. 
if you know, oh, this is what's going on and this is how I can work with this energy and use it to help me. Yeah. I think for me, I've always felt the presence of the moon, um, known her power, but I feel that it's become more powerful since last year. Are you? Do you think everybody's just gone a bit more inward and aware and more conscious? So... My personal belief is that we are all going through um, a bit of a human revolution and evolution. And part of that evolution is breaking down the old systems that prevented us from really feeling ourselves and tuning into what we call in the yoga community our own self-sensory system, right? So all this old stuff is breaking down and we're becoming more sensitive, mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. of us as human beings. I mean, the conversations we have, if you talk about the word sensitive, you know, it's good to be kind, like let's not bully each other, let's have equality. If you went back 10, 15 years ago, those conversations were not being had mm-hmm. um, at a mass level. So our yeah. consciousness together is being, you know, raised up. And this is part of our evolution, okay? As human beings, we're evolving. That evolution can feel like a lot, right? Because yeah. uh, our nervous systems haven't been, you know, designed to cope with the rapid change and the rapid pace of life. You know, and this is why, again, a practice, a yogic practice can really help. Kundalini builds a strong nervous system. So, yes, we are all becoming more sensitive. And part of that sensitivity means we tune in not just to the the group consciousness of kindness or, you know, equality or whatever's going on or fear. Sometimes it's in the, you know, around us, but Mm -hmm. also nature because we are deeply connected to nature. Okay, we we are part of, of this earth. Um, And we know this because if we walk in nature, if you just put your bare feet on the ground, I know you do this, Mm -hmm. there is actually proven scientifically to be very, very good for your health. Okay, there are ions, positive ions that you you receive from the earth. You know, we give to the trees, the trees give to us. So to think that a powerful uh, energy like the moon is completely irrelevant to us is probably quite an archaic way of thinking i would say i mean that's a bold <laughs> statement maybe but you know no, it's, it's truth, true Lisa, that's what it's I say. true it's true it's just truth bomb right there pow absolutely how could it not be i mean how can it not be it's just but also you're conscious now you understand the moon you've seen enough evidence in your life have you started to learn about the moon that you know yeah my energy was different at that time so there is something in this so then you treat it differently and we start to listen more to nature and to our own self and that's only a good thing right So Emma, I was going to talk about the fact that I've been doing all this work recently and then the new moon came and like whooped me on the arse. Oh, yeah, she was pretty, wasn't she? Pisces, new moon. Oh my God, I just couldn't believe it. So, you know, I always obviously know every time it's the full moon and the few days before or the week before my sleep's really disturbed and I feel a little bit funky and I'm out of sorts. I'm always like, it's the moon, it's the moon. And I check the cycle and I work it out and I go, yeah, it is. But I didn't realise until this year the effect of the new moon. So I don't know whether that's because I have been digging deeper and healing more or if it's just different new moons in different signs at different times of the month. I don't know. But Mm. it has a huge effect on my mood. And it wasn't just that, oh, I can't sleep for a few nights. It was down, depressed, insecure, lost my confidence. Yeah. 
all of this stuff that I'd worked so hard to kind of get out of this hole and this funk that I've been in. You know, I've spoken to you obviously really openly about it all because you have worked with me and done some incredible healing work, That's which true. I don't think this podcast would have even <laughs> happened if it wasn't for you. I mean, I'm doing my breath work with Stuart and then working with you has been magical. But then a few months ago, I was like, oh, no, shit, I'm going to just give it all up. I just feel awful. So, I mean, how do we recognise that it's external vibrations rather than the ego noise in your head? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Because it's coming from somewhere else. It's not, it can't just be the old negative voice. It's consciousness as well. Yeah. So we're is all locked in. Yeah, like London consciousness right now is especially quite tough. But, you know, like I had a couple of people say to me, that new moon was hideous. And I was like, yeah, it was hard. And then some people going, I really enjoyed that one because it's different things. for di- We're all healing. If we're all to do the same healing work at the same time, like, God, I'd never leave the house. <laughs> I'd never leave the house. Um, but I feel like the moons just, they take you to that next level. So she pulls the emotion within your body. And we were having this conversation when that, in some yoga practices they won't practice on a new moon because it's very depleting so as a woman like we know like when we've got our cycle it's very depleting and then it feels better but that depletion takes us into this hole but not into this hole to go oh god I'm in a hole what we need to be doing in that space is going here's an here's a hole that I've been in and I've actually well done me I've grown out of it what do I want to plant here now what do I want to grow here so anytime that all your healing work is going to be heightened by the moon because she's spotlighting on the hole and saying you need to fulfill here now because you know there's a vacuum here and if you don't fill it with good stuff Lisa you're going to fill it again with all this stuff that you're hearing now but we're not again not taught that any healing I say to people it's like you grab people by the ankles energetically and you tip them upside down and the energy goes out the way it came in so it comes it kind of as the energy as you're healing it moves out through your mind but your mind thinks it's re-experiencing so if you can become very aware that actually this is something very old and I've not thought about this for a long time and it's the moon okay it's she's alleviating it she's pulling out the dregs she's cleaning the 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 roots of my kind of foundation so that I can plant healthy and that's the bit we need to practice we need to practice that so that when the the shit does hit the proverbial fan you can go I've got all these tools in place to go I can lean into my intuition and go am I experiencing this now yes no or am I re-experiencing this or am I healing and then you've got other senses rather than just the mind that say to you you're okay sit with it lock yourself in and be in and smother yourself with love rather than let that dominant record beat you back down because that what you're hearing is an echo of where you've been so hearing that echo and going crikey I used to live with that playing and I didn't even realize at least now it's loud so I can just go away yeah, I mean, I did notice there was something a little different and the way I sort of handled it was different. And, you know, I, usually I'd be like wanting to fight with George and this time I was like, I just took myself away and I just was sort of quite quiet and I just read and then I fell asleep and it was in the middle of the you afternoon, nurtured. which is, yeah, Brilliant. and I just thought I just need to just have some quiet time. I've got this amazing mat that's crystals. It's like tourmaline crystals and it How heats up, it heats up. So I lie on that. I know it's oh. my bio mat and I've had it for years. And so I've put that on the bed in the spare room. And so I literally lie on it and I just have that sort of, comforting I've got my rose quartz I like like my palo santo my sage and just you know be kind to myself because you know I fight I used to just fight it so much this sort of energy and I was like what is going on so I guess I am slowly slowly 
um, listening more to my intuition. You think about like animals, like bears is just what's coming through. I haven't really thought about that so much, but like a bear would hibernate, birds migrate. We don't, we like, <laughs> we're on all the time. So those moments are going to be louder. So we need, even if it's a micro moment of energetical hibernation, I think the good question to always ask yourself is what do I want? What do I need? Okay. And we okay. never ask ourselves that. And that is, is a, do I want to burn a sage or palisenta? Do, what do I want? What do I need? Do I need a crystal? You know, we, what is good? Do I need a bath? Do I need a shower? Like where am I going to ground? That's important. So Shailini, let's talk about new moon and full moon manifesting rituals. So the new moon is such a beautiful opportunity for introspection and to go deep within. And it's a really beautiful time to work out what you wish to manifest for your life. And I've always seen it as a time to plant a seed that will flourish and bloom when the moon is full again. So it's such a powerful time for manifesting. And the way I see the full moon is that's really a time of completion or ending. And it's lovely because, I mean, especially the past year and even at the moment, it's quite turbulent. And when there's a full moon, it's nice to know there's a time of closure and release. So it's quite a settling energy at times. So that's really interesting. So when you say plant the seed, you mean this metaphorical seed that we start to sort of cultivate within us at the time of the new moon and so that period from the new moon to the full moon is when it's really strong and we should really manifest and dream big and think about what we want i always just see as the full moon as the sort of starting manifesting yes so it's the new new moon moon. so the new moon Ah. is the most beautiful powerful energetic time to plant that metaphorical seed 
for (laughs) manifesting. And that's when the energy is really strong. So it's around that new moon. It's a lovely time to just write down what you wish to manifest and leave it out in the new moon energy. And we all love our crystals. So yeah, we do indeed. I'm big on this. You know, I love my like rituals, my manifesting rituals, and I want everybody to do it because I feel like you can get so much from it. So if we were to write down on the evening of the new moon, what we wish to attract into our lives. Absolutely. We, We leave it outside. Would we then put a little kind of offering out there for the moon? Would we put our crystals out there as well? Will we get, would the crystals charge up as they would... Um, under the light of the full moon they they would they'd receive it's a different kind of energy but it's an amplification of energy they're receiving I always love manifesting with amethyst clear quartz rose quartz Um, they are abundant especially the clear quartz it's really abundant and it's manifesting energy and you know when you're manifesting dream big because there are no (laughs) limits the universe doesn't understand big and small it just understands your wishes and desires and energy. Just don't have a a fraction of a doubt. Trust implicitly and feel energies of love and joy. When you feel good, you attract beautiful energies. So Jane, I didn't really know that this whole wonderful cycle, this whole cycle of the moon, the new moon was as powerful as the full moon and the work we can do throughout that cycle to really get the most out of our life and out of each of the moon cycles. And that there's so many, there's super moons, there's pink moons, there's this, there's that. I mean, it's amazing. And once you really tune into it, it's magical. Yeah. And like all of nature, it's it's many and varied. Like we are, we are many and varied, you know, and, yeah. uh, and we can work together or we can focus on separation and when we work with this energy it's it's just fantastic you know to set those intentions around the new moon um because the the energy is very low at at the new moon the moon's at its darkest for anyone that's listening it's when there's just like a little crescent in the skies hardly any light from the moon so it's easier for us to go in at that time it's easier for us to be meditative to contemplate Uh, And it's important that we do that at certain times throughout our cycle or our lives or our months or our years that we do take time to think, "Mm, if I could have anything, what would I have? And am I going towards that? Mm -hmm. You know, um, it doesn't have to be steeped in ritual and mystery. It's about, you know, the energy's stiller now. Let me get a little still and let me really look at my life and think, you know, am I heading in the right direction energetically? Um, and if I'm not, how can I sow some intentions and some thoughts and some thought wave energy to di- redirect my path? Debbie, hi. How are you? <laughs> Debbie, I need to speak to you. Sometimes I feel like I'm getting really strong and I'm like doing the work and then... The new moon, the full moon will oh my come God. on in and whoop me around the ass, and I'll just be like, oh, what's happened? And so what do you do when those kind of shaky moments come? And it is yeah. usually externally from... And the moon, as much as I love her, she's got a lot to answer for. Sometimes she's just... Oh, my just... God, yes. 
And I don't know if I'm just more sensitive to it now or if it's always been, I don't know what's going on, but sometimes I'm like, oh my God. So it will set me back. So what do you do? Like, how do we navigate in those tricky situations? I've got my crystals. I've got my moon mist. I've got my Palo Santo. I've got my sage. I've got it all going on. Um, But yet still I don't sleep some days and I'm I'm all over the place. Oh my God. I love that you brought this up. This is exactly (laughs) what I think about all the time. (laughs) You know what? I have to say that like, for me, I noticed that when I was picking up on those planetary cues, that for me was a beautiful deepening of understanding how awakened I am and how much work I've done because you are noticing the influences of God. You're noticing the influences of our planet and most people are plowing through life, sometimes unaffected by all of it, which is a shame because it's all in service to our personal refinement. You know, I think um, the moon does have a lot to answer for, especially (laughs) these past two months have been wild for me when it comes to like where the planets are and what the moon is doing. But I found for those that are interested in this way, I have found that um, I like to lean into knowing more about that. So it sounds like Lisa, we're we're very much peas in the pod where we're we're really interested in our astrology. We're really interested in knowing the effects of the galaxies. Absolutely. And so I love to lean in. Okay, so what does this moon represent? And sometimes it'll say when you're looking up certain moons, it'll say like this month, it's tower moments and you are going to be triggered left and right. So knowing that information, I take a breath and I say, okay, I reframe it for myself. And I say, so this month is a beautiful opportunity to heal the things that didn't have my intention. Okay. So I'll do like different intention settings around the moon. And I'll say, my intention is to heal what needs to come up with grace and ease. So then you're reframing how you're experiencing things. And really it's like, when we are, we have to truly understand our power and our ability to move through the world as co-creators of our experience. We don't have to just sit here and allow things to happen to us. We can give things structure. And I think the more self-aware we become, the more uh, powerful and free we feel and our ability to co-create with divine source, with God, with the universe, with spirit, which whatever feels like the word usage that is connecting to your soul. But the moon, the planets, they are such powerful allies for us on this journey, but we have to reframe how we're experiencing those energies. All of those energies are available to us for our refinement. But when we fight them, that's when it starts to feel um, really intense or really challenging. And sometimes on the days that like, you know, some of the days I I had last month. um, (laughs) They were intense. They were so intense. I feel like a wreck today. And then I was like, oh, because I'm supposed to be resting. I'm not supposed to be doing a lot of things today. The, The moon is telling my body or this moment in time is telling my body to sit down and allow yourself to replenish, you know? So the more we connect with our bodies, we're able to hear and listen to those cues. Um, And then also just the more information we allow ourselves to feast on, the more opportunity we have to change the way experiences are happening in our lives. 
Yeah, do you know I decided, you know, like back in the day, there was this thing, um, I don't know if it was in just in the UK, and it was like, sorry, I can't come out tonight, I'm washing my hair. It's the same thing we should have with the new moon and the full moon. You'd be like, sorry, I can't come to work today, it's the full moon. Or, sorry, I can't see you tonight because there's a new moon and I need to go and get my crystals outside. I feel like there should be like some yeah. kind of like bumper sticker, t-shirt, <laughs> new saying. Seriously, and, and especially, you know, our bodies are primarily made up of water. Mm. And, you know, as, as women, it's like many of us have our cycles and that plays into so much and that serves a purpose. You know, the fact that we even move through life having these really intense cycles uh, within our bodies and we're still expected to show up in perfection as if they're not happening is insane. And, you know, historically in indigenous culture, that is not how anyone operated. There was always grace given to women as they were experiencing their cycle. There was always, you know, a reverence given to women for what their bodies were able to do or what they were able to move through. Um, And so we, like, I'm all, I'm, I am team reestablishing that connection, you know, on, on a week that I know my cycle is on that whole week, I schedule less meetings. I give myself grace. If I have, you know, um, thoughts or behavior that is not in alignment with my norm, I just investigate and I say, well, you're feeling this way because this is what's happening to your body and that's okay. And things are going to feel different in a few days. Give yourself a break and take that time for you. And again, being aware of what's going on in your body. Yeah. In my cycles all over the place, let's be honest. So I can't actually calculate that anymore. But back in the day, I wish I did. Shailini, how do we know what to ask for? How do we know what we want? You're literally attracting yourself back to you. Everything is one. You know, there's no separation. So don't ever feel an ounce of bad. It's all about giving out love and positivity and you are contributing to the world through that too. See, I think initially it might take a few months of doing this for for some of us because to, to dig deep and to really figure out what you want, sometimes it can be quite confusing because you sort of get caught up in everything that's going on and, you know, the anxiety of life and, you know, coming out the other end of this pandemic and kind of going back into the real world. It's like, there's a lot of angst going on, you know, it's like, how am I going to function again when I have to travel again and, and all of this stuff? You know, I really, really believe that through all of the turbulence, It's helping people to dig deeper and introspect, really go deep within themselves and find a place of peace. And there's so much to be said for trusting in the universe. And when I say universe, people relate to it in different ways. You know, call it angels, God, higher power, your spirit guides, whatever resonates with you, whatever you relate to. But just trust that the universe, I'll call it, is constantly working to bring us towards our highest good, our best state of alignment and the energy of joy and love. And when we truly trust and surrender to this, really beautiful things start to unfold, even in our hardest times. And it's really just about truly trusting and knowing that you are being guided 
and believing wholeheartedly that there is a beautiful plan unfolding for you as you actively participate in it. Do it with love and trust. Like that trust has to be so utmost. And that faith, when it is that strong and you surrender, it is so relieving as well. It takes so much pressure off you. You can breathe again. I know, I just like literally... Let's cross over to America now and speak to the amazing Tracy Stanley. Now, Tracy is an amazing woman. I spoke to her and we're going to actually dive deeper into Tracy's interview in the second series of Get Lifted because her teachings of Yoga Nidra, this beautiful practice that helps us to really switch off and wind down, but kind of remain in that conscious state. And she's got this amazing book called Radiant Rest. So I picked her brains about Radiant Rest. And of course, I needed to talk to Tracy about the mood. The moon has a big impact on my rest, let's be honest. I mean, as beautiful as she is, she can be very turbulent. Um, (laughs) Does she affect you the same way? Can you kind of hack that moon energy through your practice? You know, that's good. That's great. So the moon, you know, there's so much to say about the moon. (laughs) Oh boy, we could do a whole whole (laughs) podcast about that. But What I would say is, again, noticing what your own personal vibrations are with the moon. So for me, when the moon is full and bright, a lot of times I'm energized, right? It's not a time for me to go to sleep. And I also know that when we do practices under the full moon, they are, according to tradition, they are at least a thousand times more powerful. Oof, gorgeous. So it's the perfect time to sit with your intentions, like really clear intentions, right? Not ones that come from the mind, that ones that are really resolves and vows from the heart or sankalpas Mm -hmm. as we we call them. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, there are practices that you can do under the light of the full moon, right? Really healing, beautiful nectar. There are mantras that you can sing to the moon. And so doing practices during the full moon and during the new moon, to me, are very powerful. If you want to connect yourself a little bit more to the phases of the moon, a really beautiful practice to do is to just commit to 28 days of noticing the phases of the moon. And that takes less than a minute. So literally just looking into the sky seeing the phase of the moon, remembering the phase of the moon. And then the next night before you go out, remembering the phase that you saw the night before and then looking up and seeing that phase. And when you go to sleep, you can even, because our dream center is at the throat. So you can even visualize a moon resting at your throat before you go to sleep and then just keep a journal by your bed. And when you wake up, start to free write for a minute or two And just see how your dreams and how your sleep correlates to each one of those phases of the moon. Um, You will learn a lot in a month's time by doing that simple practice. Oh my God, I could just listen to you all day long. I could all day long. You just (laughs) soothe me. You soothe me. You're just amazing. Oh my God, Tracy, stunning. I'm going to do that. I'm going to draw the little Yeah, if if you're creative and even if you're not creative, you can draw those phases. I'm not creative. (laughs) And creativity will blossom. Okay. 
Okay, this is a bit deep, but Emma, what does the moon mean to you? The moon to me is like looking up at home, like a piece of me up out in the universe. It just reminds me that I'm so much bigger, that we are all so much bigger than what we let ourselves believe. And every month I watch her growth and use that as like a a compass or, you know, like um, a sundial just to remind me that just like her, I'm, I'm heading through the phases and to use that for something beautiful rather than something painful. So, so beautiful. She's just like a mum. You know, like when she's whole, she's whole. I feel held by her, but for a very long time, I felt like when she was whole, I was losing my mind. And it was about going, you know, taking that flip and and going, actually, I can work with the moon to go, hey, look, like this is things are coming to a completion rather than to an end and to let go of them gracefully. I could really feel her going, you can get this, you can get this out. And the human in me was going, God, this is so painful. Why is it so, so awful? But it's just like having this great big sort of pinpoint in the sky that says this is your turn to kind of let it go. There's literally nothing better than the moon and in all stages, in all stages. And working by the moon rather than by the calendar just kind of uh, gives you more time, gives you more time because those stages, they come so effortlessly. Whereas when we're pulling the days off the calendar, we feel like we're in such a rush. But the moon's like, look at what you can achieve in these simple stages, these simple, very deep cleansing, effective stages. She's... um, Gosh, like, if I could marry the moon, (laughs) I think I would. (laughs) There's a reason, you know, we all look to the moon. The reason, even though we don't sit out in in circles like we would have historically, there's a reason why we still look all up to her and, and, you know, trust in her because she's almost like that great big kind of pinpoint in the sky for spirit that says hey, you may not always believe in spirit, but that energy, there's your landmark in the sky that says there's more up and out here than than you think. Shailini, how does the moon lift you? How do you get lifted? So the way the moon lifts me is by amplifying my creative spirit and energy. Understanding the moon's phases can help us to reconnect with the cycles of nature. I'm Paolo. How does the moon lift me? For me, the moon represents growth, changes and transformation, especially during the full moon when I create the magical moon mist. It's a time for me to reflect and let go of things that I don't need anymore to become a better version of myself. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What a magical episode with the most beautiful collection of people. How amazing are our guests today? Paolo Lai, thank you so much. Yes, of course, he makes the magical moon mist, the most beautiful smell. He makes it in big vats of purified water and his crystals are in there. And he literally, over the three days of the full moon, that water is charging up the energy from the moon and the crystals. And then he makes all these beautiful bespoke batches with beautiful aromatherapy oils. So I recommend having a look at Paolo's moon mist. Also follow him on Instagram as well, Paolo Reflex, obviously an amazing healer facial and foot reflexology i recommend booking a treatment 
And a huge thanks and a big, big kiss to Debbie Brown, who is the Chief Impact Officer at Chopra. She's an author. She's an educator. She's the founder of Karma Bliss. And you've got to check out her podcast, Dropping Gems. Information to all of these amazing guests is going to be in the show notes. And if you check out the website, there are links straight through to their website so you can find them. You can connect. Their Instagrams will be up there. Huge thank you also to the gorgeous soul that is Emma Lucy Knowles. Um, Emma is an author. She has three books. She's also a healer, a psychic, a clairvoyant, and I would thoroughly recommend checking her out. And if you are in the UK, try and get to see her as well. She does the most incredible, intuitive healing work. um, And she's really just, I mean, it's kind of mind-blowing what she does. Also, the gorgeous Shailini, who is a Reiki master. And again, I've done some deep work with Shailini. We've done distance healing together. We've done healing in the room together. And she is a spiritual soul um, with the most gentle heart. And I would recommend if you are in any need of any healing, you're curious about Reiki, about chakra cleansing, Shailini is your girl. Um, The gorgeous Jane Ellis, who is the founder of High Times Yoga and Wellness, and of course, a Kundalini expert, a breakthrough coach. We have done um, some beautiful moon meditations. Um, I love to do my full moon meditations. If you haven't seen them, you can check it out on Instagram, Lisa underscore Snowden, and they are all saved under the series Moon Meditations. I've done them with Jane. I've done some great ones with manifesting ones with Paolo and with Emma Lucy Knowles as well so um, these are all my spiritual brothers and sisters huge love and thanks to Tracy Stanley who is the author of Radiant Rest I'm going to put a link to the book you have to check it out it is absolutely amazing Tracy is the most special woman she does meditation lots of like rituals she's absolutely fantastic so huge thank you to tracy stanley and a reminder that we will be speaking to tracy in series two in depth all about radiant rest and the practice of yoga nidra and i wanted to say a very extra special thank you to you yes you for coming along on this get lifted journey with me i have loved having my own podcast series and we are only just getting started so yes it's the end of series one but i promise to be back very soon with series two but in the meantime you can go back you can re-listen you can continue to spread the word because get lifted is all about us feeling the best that we possibly can by tackling these different issues, these different topics, by really getting our mental, our physical, our spiritual and our emotional well-being and health in check. I promise to continue to bring you some of the most amazing minds in the space of wellness and health. And I thought it would be really special to finish by hearing from you. So I've put together a little montage of how you guys get lifted. Hi Lisa, it's Jeanette here. I get lifted by walking in my local woods and just basically taking some time out, listen to the birds and connecting with nature. Hi Lisa, it's Nina. I get lifted by using aromatherapy oils and engaging that limbic system. Oils like neroli and bergamot can instantly lift me when I really need it. Hi, Sadal here. So what I like to do to get lifted is dance around my kitchen with the music on loud and 
with my headphones on, train really hard and lift some weights. Hi Lisa, it's Trina. I get lifted by having a bulletproof coffee in the morning and then doing a HIIT workout or some weights. Hey lovely Lisa, it's Susie. What gets me lifted is my morning cup of coffee, that first lovely cup of coffee in my little meditating space with the Breathpod crew. Hi Lisa, Brita here. What gets me lifted is the number of women emerging who are using their voice to break down the taboo around menopause and in doing so supporting other women through this very significant life stage that really gets me lifted hello lovely lisa this is carol here just to say to get lifted i like to go to the beach near to my home to watch the sun rise up at the start of a brand new day and then i go in for my morning swim i absolutely love it Hi Lisa, what gets me lifted is my daily exercise. It could be Pilates, running, even a long distance walk. It just makes me feel good and then I can just get on with my day. Also, if I help somebody out with something, give them advice and they're like, it works out for them, that just makes me feel really good. Love, love, love the podcast. Keep going, doing what you do. You're amazing and lots of love, Enat. Hello Lisa, it's Michelle here. What gets me lifted is a regular self-care routine. So I get up at 5am so I can watch the sunrise whilst I do a lovely meditation, a little bit of yoga and then I sit with a hot cup of tea and I journal on all of my thoughts and feelings. I set some intentions and write down my gratitude list and then I finish off by writing some positive powerful affirmations like I am strong, I am loved and I am worthy. Hey Lisa, this is Tony. Um, just wanted to say your podcast is absolutely amazing. I get lifted by walking my dogs and listening to your podcast at the same time. Thank you so, so much. My name's Tracy. What gets me lifted is dance. I started Charleston dancing about four years ago. Um, I do it twice a week and I look forward to it so much. Um, I um, smile the whole way through it. I love dancing. Hi, this is Michelle from sunny California. And the things that get me lifted are taking a nice long walk on the beach at sunset, barefoot with my toes in the sand, getting grounded with the earth. Um, the other thing that always works, don't knock it till you try it, is a watermelon margarita. Um, always leads to laughter and when you're laughing, you can't be sad. And last but not least, the number one thing that always lifts my spirits and gets me lifted is dancing on a full moon to Dennis Lloyd, never mind. <laughs> love you, Lisa. Thank you so much, everybody. I love you. See you soon for series two. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.